Hello everyone, Zach here from the Carnival of Randomness on behalf of our sponsor, Upsitnik & Associates. In these unprecedented times, we reflect on our future, both in the next few weeks and months, but also the upcoming years and decades, and it's time to prepare for that future. Upsitnik & Associates has been contacted by many healthcare workers, as well as old and new clients, to prepare wills, powers of attorney, and advanced directives, also called a living will. All of you need these documents, so don't say you don't have any assets to speak of, no children or other dependents. Regardless of the circumstances now, you will need a will for today and tomorrow. Al Upsitnik feels so strongly about having wills and other needed documents prepared that Upsitnik and Associates can prepare your will, power of attorney, and living will at no charge, you heard that correct, no charge until the end of 2020. No hidden fees or gimmicks. Al feels so strongly about planning for the future at this time that he is willing to assist you with your future. Trust Opsitnik & Associates, attorneys for 42 years, from the Supreme Court to Alaska and everywhere in between. You can find them online, OpsitniksLaw.com, on Facebook, Opsitnik & Associates, or call them toll-free 1-866-391-3299 to prepare for your future. Hello everybody, Zach here again, and it's another episode of the Carnival of Randomness. This week, we're kind of going in a different direction. I reached out to my cousin Opie, someone I've mentioned in the past, and we finally were able to have some time to sit down, him in Ohio, me here in Rochester, and we were talking about quarantine television, and that being all the stuff that we've been watching for the past three months since we've been put on lockdown and can't really go anywhere. So... We're starting to talk, in part one, which is this week, we're starting to talk about what we've been checking out, what's been new and exciting, what's been interesting, what we've found, and then we're going to kind of move into things that we got as recommendations from other people, or things that we've heard about and want to see, and then next week, we're going to go deep down some of the rabbit holes that we've gone down. So this week, though, let's just sit back, relax, listen to us hack our way through talking about TV shows that we've been watching and movies uh, let us know in the comments if you, if there's anything we missed if there's anything you disagree with and sit back relax and welcome Cousin Opie to the show Cousin Opie, quarantine television Cousin Zach how are you? Oh you know we're we're here we're, we're here <laughs> all we can hope for at this point really well yeah well, yeah, it's been, what, three months now since the world seems to have gone to shit? Uh, yeah, we got locked down on the 16th of March in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and then they started letting us out the 1st of June, but uh, it's still, I mean, we're open, but not, people just aren't going places. Yeah, that's kind of uh, how it is here. It's like stuff's starting to open, but... It's obviously not back to 100% yet. The malls are still shut down, and I don't think they'll ever reopen. Uh, it's going to be a minute, but I had eight weeks without work. My wife was off for technically six weeks. Uh, they locked us down the day we were supposed to leave for vacation in New Orleans. What? So we both had we both had that week off anyway, and then she had to go straight back to work through the the thick of it, and they got laid off as it was dying down. Right, so, yeah, because just nobody was going nowhere. So since we had eight weeks of free time, we watched a lot of television. Well, that's, you know, all that there was to it, and uh, especially early on, a lot of these fucking streaming services, they were smart, and they were offering these, like, monster deals because they knew people couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, I... I already subscribed to most of them. Um, I have Netflix and Hulu Live is what I use for television, uh, and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. How is Disney uh, Plus? So, uh, if you like Disney movies, it's pretty rad. Um, well, I've, I've basically signed up for The Mandalorian, but it has the entire Disney catalog. Yeah, and um, Disney owns the fucking universe right now, so. 
That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you you can watch Disney, like, Bambi and Snow White, but you can also watch Cool Runnings and, like, National Treasure. Oh, you know, the, the things, cool the properties runnings. that they'd acquired. Yeah. Hmm? I said, I fucking love Cool Runnings. Uh, and that was when you first signed up. But actually, still, they have some um, contracts with other companies that were like, you can get certain movies still on Netflix and Hulu and that. Uh, so as those contracts run out, they are adding more stuff. Uh, I wanted to watch Cool Runnings right off the rip, and, and it said available January 1st. I'm like, oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It was it was on Prime that you had that a, a thing I didn't have connected to Prime and I couldn't watch it. So uh -oh. since Jan that's that's what I worked well, that's what I watched rather on uh, uh, January first. I got to watch Cool Runnings. Even I have it on DVD, but I'm lazy. So well, that's the thing. Like I watch movies that I have on DVD all the fucking time because it's like oh, I could watch it. I could get up and find the DVD, or I could push a button. Yeah, I don't do if I I'll look at it. I can see it from my chair, and uh, I, I'm not. Then I'll watch something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Although um, they did a, a Blu-ray Ultra 4K Blu-ray um, release of the movie Rad recently. And oh, I saw I acquired that. a copy. Yeah, I saw that. That's so, pretty badass. That was one of the few DVDs that I actually had to put into the machine. How does it? How did it transfer over to like? Blu-ray 4K from basically VHS, I think it was. Well, I, they used the original 35 millimeter. Oh hell! Film. So, it, I mean, if anyone's ever even seen the movie, you saw even a bootleg. It was just ripped from a, a VHS copy that had been watched 50,000 times. So you had a DVD with tracking issues and it was <laughs> not even letterboxed it was just squared oh man so this is full screen <laughs> um it is a tiny bit grainy but as I'm watching it I was noticing some things that I I've seen the movie 10,000 times and I never noticed that the bad guy Duke Best the guy who owns Mongoose uh, Bicycles all of his tacky brown suits have an embroidered Mongoose patch under the breast pocket on all of his suits huh. i never noticed that in ten thousand viewing well isn't that the uh, best thing just something that doesn't come through yeah that's mm -hmm. the greatest thing when you get when you can watch something for the umpteenth time and then still catch new shit uh yeah uh, so that was I, I was really excited about receiving that in the mail since it wasn't supposed to come out for another two months nice uh, yeah i randomly checked my email and saw a weird like hey your thing shipped like like, I didn't order anything from them. Like, oh my god, I did because I was hammered like the first week of quarantine. <laughs> I was supposed to be in New Orleans, so I figured, what the hell, I'm gonna get drunk at my house. Plus, my birthday right. was that week, and and um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. You know, my wife was mortified; she had to miss the puppy parade on Bourbon Street. But <sighs> we just got hammered at home, and I just ordered dumb shit off the internet. Well, you know, hey, you're doing your part to stimulate the economy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did do that too. Um, if not, I mean, we, we bought a bunch of rentals the first week, like off Prime and things like that. Because uh, we we decided our first watch was going to be, um, because we'd signed up for Disney Plus and hadn't used it since we watched The Mandalorian and a couple, you know, goofy cartoons, uh, we were going to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe start to finish, but in the order of which they take place in the timeline. Oh, damn. So, yeah, well, like 18 movies. Yeah. And that's all we did for, like, shit that took, like, 10 days. I was going to so, say, like, I, I remember when, what what the hell was it, when the the latest, uh, the second event, or was it the second Avengers movie came out or something? Marvel put out this list. It's like, you can watch one movie a week, and by the time you finish it, you'll be ready for the movie. Oh, right. That was yeah, that was the, the last Avengers movie. Yeah. Endgame. That's right. I was like, I, I like I knew it was one of them. I just, there's been so many of them, and I just can't fucking I, remember them all. Some of them I'd only seen once in the theater. Uh, I'd only seen Black Panther once. I'd only seen Captain Marvel once. Uh, both of the last two... Um, Avengers movies, uh, 
I don't know. There might have been one more. Oh, I think Iron Man, Iron Man 3 I'd only seen one time because it sucked. But um, it was, uh, you know, got to rewatch a few movies that I'd only seen one time and didn't really remember. So but watching them in that order was kind of cool because the stories jumped around and you got a few backstories before you got them really included in anything. So, Which actually helps because if you watch them chronologically, shit doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, people show up, and then you're like, who the hell was that? Why did he only pop in for, like, five minutes, and now he's gone? Like, it, I, I don't know. But, you know, Bucky showing up with a robot arm after he falls off a train was weird. You can get a little bit of clarity. Yeah, and you're like, what the, how the hell did this happen? And then, you know, you what was it, Black Panther? To, or at the Was it the end of Black Panther that he popped in? Yes, chilling in a hut. Yeah, that's right. Well, they call him the White Wolf. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, and that's, but that's, you don't think about it, that was a good kill of 10 days. Yeah. Uh, and really, we didn't, we didn't watch anything else um, for that, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe a TV show during the day or something when yeah, we were doing some things, but, uh, yeah, we we did that. We you know the, right after that we or maybe we took a break and we watched uh, nineteen seventeen. How was that? I wanted to see that. It's freaking awesome. The way they I, I I thought maybe it would be weird because of the there's one camera hmm. and it follows the the two main characters the entire time without a break. There's no cut in footage. Ooh. Um, but it takes place over two days, and you're watching this in right around two hours so how do they cut away and still maintain the single camera thing uh, like with the way they when they go into a room the way the camera would pan around to include everyone else in the shot um, well my wife gets motion sick she thought it was going to do her in but she actually did fine uh, it's it's powerful it's very sad because I like those war movies and I remember what a while ago when I started seeing uh, trailers for Midway I was like oh this is going to be good and then then they started talking about it. it's like the true the untold true story I'm like no we we pretty much know the story yeah yeah uh, this was based on loosely based on a true story like this guy ran a message and the, it actually saved him a time but that's not how it happened yeah. so uh I appreciate the dramatization, um, but it was a it was a really really cool movie. I actually paid to watch that one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually thinking of just ordering that one. I, th- I think it was like four bucks off of Amazon Prime. Well, that ain't bad. Like to rent it for 24 hours. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did that. That was cool. Uh, people started giving us recommendations, and then we'd watch that, and then it would run us down a rabbit hole. Well, that yeah, you know, you'd watch a movie. Well, what, Prime what, always recommends other shit, so right. And Prime is fucking Netflix, though. I don't know what their algorithm is, but it does not make sense. Oh, because you watched this, watch yeah, and it doesn't Power even Puff relate. Girls, yeah, like, it's like because you watched, you know, um, what the hell have I been watching? I, there's that show Magic for Humans with that uh, Justin Wilman. Uh, I kind of like it. It's like. Because you watch Magic for Humans, why don't you watch, you know, this Christmas movie? Well, how the... F- no. Yeah. That doesn't fucking make it. That doesn't track at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I might watch the Christmas movie at some point, but... <laughs> yeah, but not but know. not because I watched a, a street magician. Right, but when you watch things on Prime, after the search... It'll give you, like, you may also like, and it gives you stuff by the same director and then each actor. So if you like uh, Nicolas Cage in that movie, it'll go down, like, you just watch Gone in 60 Seconds, and now it's like, hey, you might like 8mm. And it gives you a whole thing of that guy, and then it'll go Angelina Jolie, and then uh, well, so do you, I, I dug that. We And that's how we ended up in rabbit holes. Well, do you, you know? remember, it was a while ago, Netflix used to have this thing, it was like, um like a selection wizard and you would it would like give you choices and then it would just start recommending shit it's like well what do you feel like watching tonight do you want to watch action do you want to watch comedy uh, I do and I was new to uh, Netflix when that was a thing so I never used it 
See, I used it, and it w- wasn't bad, and then all of a sudden it just disappeared. I, uh, my whole thing, at the, when I got Netflix, I was in the process of trying to get rid of DirecTV and, um, like, a cable-based system. It was just costing too much money. Well, right. And yeah. when you jump into things like that and you pop into Netflix and you're like, oh, my God, I can watch all of this anytime I want. That's just too much responsibility for one man to wield. <laughs> you sit there you sit there scrolling for 45 minutes. You pick 10 different shows and you don't watch any of them. Now it's time for bed. So I was trying to just watch a bunch of shit um, uh, that, you know, I lost my train of thought because my brother texted me. Oh, yeah, uh, he texted me a few minutes ago, too. About fights or something. Ah, that's oh, no, he, neither here nor there. No, he, uh, he told me to tell my dad and Bert Happy Father's Day. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, uh, I was trying to watch all the stuff that people told me to watch, and then I was thinking, all right, maybe I'll let it recommend something later, but I already have all this other stuff I'm thinking about watching anyhow. So so what, what, if, uh, what did you end up watching because people were recommending it to you? Uh, oh, Castlevania, the Netflix cartoon. Dude, what do you think of it? It was the best thing I watched of all this stuff. Yeah, um, I'm a fan. Wait, you weren't? No. Oh yeah, I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was it was entertaining. It was engaging. It was funny. I, I didn't think it was going to be as funny as it was. Um, the 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 humor was deep and topical, and um, I just I I don't know. I just I really really enjoyed it, and um, I was. Uh, I, I wrote down some of the when you mentioned you wanted to talk about TV that we watched. I started thinking about what we watched, and I went through my searches on IMDb because I'm a serial searcher when I'm watching a film. Oh or a hell TV yeah! Show. Hell yeah! Everybody and I started that. writing shit down. I forgot half the stuff I watched, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we watched that movie. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, my buddy Pat told me to watch the Castlevania. Uh, what else did he 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 watches a lot of weird stuff. He told us to watch the Castlevania, or not, the uh, the Clone Wars. So if you didn't watch any of the Star Wars Clone Wars stuff, that's all on Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I can't remember if I watched any of it. I think I may have. But It goes in and out from giving you inside, like in-between information, because uh, it takes place between the second and third of the second trilogy. That's right. It's more like you just hear about, hey, there was a Clone War, and then it was, hey, there's the Clone War ended, and now the... the. Yeah, so... I think I watched that series. It's seven seasons of basically children's programming. Yeah. But you go back and forth from uh, children-driven episode, like standalone episodes, to like a three or four-part um, character arc, and it shows you what happens during the Clone Wars, and you get a little info. But you, you gotta sit through some weird stuff, and there's a lot of freaking Jar Jar. Oh, oh my god, I fucking hate him so much. It's so bad. But me yeah, so sorry, so, I ruined the franchise. <laughs> Misa ruined your franchise. Yeah, but Misa, uh, Misa but, was a merch grab and failed miserably. <laughs> You can still find all that crap at flea markets for like a buck. Amazing. <laughs> Man, I, if I had that shit at the flea market, I'd be like, hey, walk up. Hey, here's a dollar. Take this guy. You can shoot him if you want yeah. to. Uh, you know, we just think Castlevania didn't send us down a rabbit hole because there wasn't anything else. We'd already seen the Voltron. And that was really the only thing interesting that it recommended. Yeah. Uh, I liked it at first, then it got weird and old. What, Voltron? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I it, yeah. I mean, I liked it because I remember the old Voltron when we were kids. I think this was fairly similar. Yeah, and just they updated it for today, and I I didn't want it updated for today. I wanted the nonsense of the old shit. Right. Oh Lord, uh, I think Castlevania is coming back for another season. Uh, they, I think, I want to say they ended up getting another. Um, two or three. I think they ended up getting like 
renewed for three. And then right as I got, right as I watched it, like the that fourth season, third season. Yeah, I don't uh, remember how many seasons there are. Current, I just finished the third season, and they did renew it for a fourth. They that season had just dropped right in the middle of the quarantine, so yeah, we're not getting that other season for a minute. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we we sat through all the uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter postings about fucking Carol Baskin. Uh, so after we finished that, we had to watch Tiger King to get some of the jokes. Oh, dear God. It was uh, fucking stupid. Yeah, it was a fucking I mean, train wreck, and it's very clear that she killed her husband. I think he's in Costa Rica with hidden assets. Well, he's probably dead at this point because that was he was old, and that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But uh, I think he took hidden assets, boarded that plane to Costa Rica, left his van and all that mysterious stuff to frame her for his murder and he's sitting down in Costa Rica with a side piece, sipping a pina colada, just uh, laughing his balls off that she's getting looked at for murder. My opinion, I'm just saying. No, you might be right, Um, and the thing is, she's enough of an asshole anyway that she deserves it regardless. Regardless, absolutely. But, sitting through a lot of that was... uh, it was just ridiculous. Well, sometimes sitting boring. through shit like that is a chore. It's like, ugh. You know, you gotta slog through that shit. I, I, I came out, someone told me to watch it. My buddy told me to watch it. He said it was just as good, if not better, than the Wild Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, and that is flat-out bullshit. Yeah. Um, that, 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 you, get, you, you don't compare those two. That's not even in the so same fucking it, boat. In the seven-plus hours of Tiger King, you get... Like two murders, some weird marriages, and a guy getting his arm, or well, yeah, I guess a guy getting his arm bit off by a tiger. Yeah. But in an hour and a half of the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia, you get like five murders, like seven weird weddings, um, and just some all out laugh your balls off hysterics. And you saved yourself so much time. Yeah. But we just had to watch it so we got the jokes. We just wanted to be, you know, well, that's, up on pop culture, I guess. And that, and that's that's what the thing was like when the Mandalorian came out. I kept seeing all this Baby Yoda shit, and I had no clue what it was from. And I we were doing a show a while ago, and I even said like, "What the fuck is Baby Yoda from?" And you're like, "Oh, the Mandalorian." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And they looked at me like I was. How did you know? Huh? How did you not know about that? I thought you were a nerd. Yeah, because I don't. I didn't have Disney Plus, and I've been avoiding Facebook like the fucking plague. Uh, well, but I, 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 but I would just, just see all, all this all shit. About all things. What's that? I'm just all about all things Star Wars. Well, so true. When that ended up popping up, like Disney Plus is five dollars a month. I like Disney movies here and there. I'll check that out. With the total, I, I expected to like watch bed knobs and broomsticks, and <laughs> you know. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And then I'm sitting there like, do I really want to watch an Angela Lansbury movie? I don't. So, uh, my wife got to watch Coco. I forgot about that one. Oh, Coco. That wasn't bad. Uh, my buddy's kid, it's his favorite movie. So, when I'm at his house playing Magic, with him, I have to watch Coco three times. So, I've seen it about 73 times. Well, right. And that kind of ruins it. But Jess had never seen it. And, uh, she wanted to watch it. That's a tear jerker, but did you see? Um, so I guess we did. You see Ferdinand, the, the original the one, one? No, the one about the bull. Yeah, I mean, there was an old one. I've seen that many times. I was a kid. Oh no, the one that came Sitting out under the, the cork tree. Uh, yeah, a couple like a couple years ago. Nah, they redid it, and uh, fucking Peyton Manning was the voice of one of the bulls. It's like, yep, this movie just got better. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. It's probably on Disney Plus. Probably. I think it was 2017. I'll look for it. I like the short from the 70s. Yeah, I... Oh God, I can't remember who the voices are. I think John Cena's the voice of the main bull of Ferdinand, and I know Peyton Manning's in there. And everything Peyton Manning does is just wonderful. Uh, except I had to Papa John's. Well, he sold them all. Yeah, now, now uh, Drew Brees 
Well, toss his hat in that ring. <laughs> well, good old Drew, but yeah, we're gonna leave that one. Yeah, we'll leave that one for another for another day. Uh, yeah. So uh, we ended up rewatching some. Uh, we rewatched Psych probably twice, start to finish, probably the same amount of Parks and Rec. Oh, fucking love you know? Parks and Rec. Things we know, things we could just get up and do stuff. Right. Once the wife got laid off, we had to put something on in the background. Right. Because um, she had projects, you know, she wanted to do around the house. Well, what what else uh, new did you go for that you were like, what the fuck, why did I waste my time on this? Well, funny you should say that. We watched, well, check up my list. So we watched um, Zombieland. It was on television. We caught like the last hour. The first one or the second one? The first one. The second one, you still got to pay for them. Oh, yeah. So we, the movie was over and it recommended Jesse Eisenberg movies. And we watched American Ultra. It's it's him and uh, oh, that chick from Twilight. I can't remember her name. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't remember her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, they're uh, a couple. He's just a slacker stoner that works in a convenience store. What? Jesse Eisenberg uh, is a slacker? Who the fuck knew? Yeah. Uh, he's he's afraid to leave the town they live in. Like, he gets ill, physically ill when he tries to leave. And uh, Turns out he's like a Jason Bourne-type spy. Oh. Uh. But he's, he's kind of still self-aware. So when he's activated, he's still a bumbling idiot slacker. <laughs> Uh, it was actually kind of funny and then that movie was over and it took us into The Art of Self-Defense which is like a Napoleon Dynamite filmed indie effort I gotta say effort because it was yeah. it had a pretty the, the twist at the end was pretty good but he joined he gets he gets robbed and joins a karate class to toughen himself up and mm-hmm. ends up joining this evil karate biker gang and uh cobra kai on bicycles that was like just the the ending was actually pretty cool but uh you're like oh all right i see what they did there um but i mean just getting to there was a struggle through that movie it was so dumb well that's Um, a problem sometimes it's just not worth the effort to get to the ending Everything else we watched was actually uh, pretty damn good. Um, saw Knives Out recently. That was yeah. That one looked good. I haven't seen it yet. It's entertaining. Jess thought it was boring. Boring. Uh, should say my wife because they don't know Jess. Uh, my wife thought it was boring. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's uh, it's a Poirot type murder mystery. And I do like that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan with of that an all star cast. Yeah, the cast uh, looks fucking thing, crazy. The only thing is, like, Daniel Craig is British and he learned one American accent and now that's all he uses. Uh, like, he, he's the same, he has the same accent as his character in Logan Lucky. Oh. But if you haven't seen that, you should see that. That was pretty good. That looked that funny. That was a Netflix original. Yeah, that looked funny. But, yeah, he does that same, like, Kentucky Fried accent that he uses in the other film nice well at least it's better than uh, Sean Connery who won't even try yeah no he's got one and he sticks with it and I mean good on him for sticking with it but (laughs) like I watched uh, I caught uh, The Hunt for Red October was on TV recently so I was watching a little that I'm like man he tried for all of like 10 seconds and then he's like you know what 10 seconds like you know what fuck it no I am Russian no you're not dude but it's okay because you're Sean Connery. Right. Right. I will allow it. Uh, are uh, you ca- all caught up on uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Nope. Still have a season of that to go. Um, the new We didn't watch the new season, which I don't know why, because uh, I loved it. I thought me more so for the their, their father's interaction. Oh, my God. Tony Shalhoub in that show is priceless. Those two uh, and Alex Borstein are fucking hilarious in that show. Yeah, she 
she grabs that plunger and just walks around with it. And she's like, ever since I picked up this plunger, no one's asked me a question. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that show. I'm, I'm so all good. caught up on it. And it's, I don't think it. I don't think it's losing anything, really. Uh, I'm gonna. We just, like I said, we got told to watch so many things, and um, we were doing video chats with buddies from the bar um, twice a week, and they were. Did you watch this yet? Did you watch that yet? And then they wanted to talk about it, but since we hadn't seen it, and they were getting all pissed off, they they couldn't discuss it with us on the day. <laughs> so we just said, "The hell with it. Let's watch." <sighs> let's watch Castlevania. Let's watch. Well, we didn't get to see Nine Zock because I don't want to pay for it. But did you now ever, it's free on Prime now. Did you ever get to the point when people are recommending shit for you and you try to watch and you're like, man, these people don't know me at all? Yeah, what we do in the shadows, complete trash. Really, uh, I like that. Yeah, because you're bad at TV. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, I. That's I, what I tell my buddies. But the movie. I don't know. Was, I just I thought it was dumb. The movie was good, and but actually. That got me on a rabbit hole because one of the dudes that plays one of the vampires in um, uh, what we what we do in the shadows did some like spoof British cop show called Year of the Rabbit. Uh, I heard and, of it. I haven't seen that either. And I found it, and I'm watching it. I'm like, all right, this is pretty goddamn funny. Was it the dumpy dude that swears a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one married to the quote unquote Romanian chick. Yeah. Yeah, and basically yeah. he's doing the exact same thing, except he's not a vampire. He's just a dick, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I get insanely bored over the summer, uh, I'll give it another look, but it wasn't my jam. Uh, I also, I'm not a... Though I'm all about Star Wars, I don't go deep into sci-fi. So yeah, people were pushing some of that. Um, everybody wants me to watch like Sons of Anarchy and I don't like bikers so I don't want to watch that or Man in the High Castle I don't like Nazis I don't want to think about a war well, and it's not just that and this is the problem I have with like Black Mirror and shit I don't really care for dystopian future as a genre I'll do certain things like um, um, Ready Player One was pretty rad and that's basically dystopian future uh you're battling that evil corporation for control of whatever yeah um, that was a cool movie from a pop culture standpoint like they must have spent an obscene amount of money on um property rights because well, yeah i saw the trailer for it, it they, they had to I mean, dropped a fuck a fuck done every film video game movie fucking tv show character north of mickey mouse was in this goddamn movie Right. No, I'm realizing Mio. That's uh. So, I, I don't know. I I thought the movie was quite entertaining. We'd seen it in the theater, but hadn't seen it uh, since. And now it's free. Yeah. On something now. Well, I've been going through like I've been going through like Hulu shows, and you know me. I'm I, I like cartoons. I'm not too proud to admit that. So I was like, oh, I wonder if Hulu has any good cartoons. And I just finished up, uh, the hell was it, Crossing Swords? It's like a stop-motion medieval thing that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, it's from, it's, um, it's recommending that to me. But I haven't watched it yet. We're, we're coming up on the tail end of everything that was recommended, so maybe we'll get to that. There's that other Rick and Morty type show. Oh yeah, I just actually started that one, uh, Solar Opposites. A friend of mine likened it, uh, uh, likened it to like, uh, what is it, Solar Opposites? Yeah, Solar Opposites. I'm about, I'm three it's, episodes into it. He said that Solar Opposites is to Rick and Morty what Futurama is to The Simpsons. Yeah, kinda. I I, I would agree so, with that. That's how it was explained to me, and I like both of those shows. I think, uh, but I like Futurama more than The Simpsons. I do too. Uh, Futurama just—I don't think got the the credit and love it deserved because that show was a lot funnier the more you watch it. That's pretty funny. But and that's the problem, like you said, man. There's so much shit out there; it just becomes sensory overload, and then you're like, ah, I'll just watch this again. Yeah. 
Um, well, we did too. Um, we went back through Letterkenny for the five thousandth time, right? Um, because we know it, so might as well put it on background. And then uh, let's see, what else do we get into? Um, there's a Ryan Reynolds movie called Six Underground. Ooh, I like uh, Ryan that's Reynolds. A Netflix original. Yeah. So he's a billionaire who faked his own death to enact vengeance on warlords and dictators around the world and he talks five other people into faking their deaths and going with him on these covert missions to kill despots and hmm. dictators and things uh, it was funny it was really entertaining it's real fast paced it was really good and it's set up for many sequels and like you say I, I, I am a Ryan Reynolds fan uh, he pops up in a lot of stuff. Like, I didn't realize we watched A Million Day- Ways to Die in the West the other day. He's in that for, like, four seconds. Really? Where, where the hell was he? I don't think I remember him in there. When uh, Liam Neeson's character, I cannot remember his name. No, I can't either, but it's just... Clinch. Clint, Clinch Leatherwood. <laughs> when, when he comes into the town for the first time and he's in the bar and he wants to know who kissed his wife, Ryan Reynolds is standing with his hands up. And like it wasn't me, and he just shoots him in the chest, and huh. he's dead, and that's it. Four seconds, he just gets shot in the chest. I'll, I'll tell you though uh, that that whole thing you remember, that whole thing started when Seth MacFarlane first made the joke about Liam Neeson being a cowboy. What did that movie? Yeah, that that's how the whole premise of it came about. Because like he made the joke about Liam Neeson being a cowboy and talking all prim and proper British. Oh, like the hell with parliamentary procedure. Let's wrangle us up some cattles. <laughs> so then he approached. Then I guess they became friends, and he approached him. He like, "Hey, I'm doing a cowboy movie." He's like, "Only if I can be an Irish cowboy." Yeah, and he did, and it was goddamn gold, goddamn gold. Uh, so many people in that movie, and so many jokes from the real world. Uh, you know, calling out character fe- or people like features on the ca- on the person playing the character. Oh man, um, it's great. The, the Amanda Seyfried, yeah, like, say the Amanda mentioning Seyfried how big her eyes are, kind of shit. That, that was funny. And the, I guess the good thing and about it, it's kind of like the old Mel Brooks principle, is the people come in there, have a sense of humor, and just want to let loose. Yeah, they, they want to have a good time making a film, and that's what we got with that. <clears throat> and you can tell. Um, we actually watched that the other day because it's on Hulu right now. Oh, A Million Ways to Die in the West? Up. Yeah. Yeah. I got it on Blu-ray. It's a great fucking movie. I might have it, but like I said, I'm not getting up to... Yeah, I ain't getting up for that name. shit. That's effort. Uh, we watched... That reminded me, too. We watched Murder on the Orient Express as well. Oh, the new one? Yeah, I started it one time and lost interest and actually kind of liked it this time. And, and that's one thing with, that I've noticed with some of these movies and TV shows. You gotta be in a mood for them. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, we we I think that's the point with the thing rather with uh, Ms. Maisel, um, we just haven't felt like watching it yeah. at this point, and uh, I guess now that it's summertime and there's nothing new coming out, you know we'll get around to it here and there. Uh, right. Uh, being locked in the house for three months kind of. We saved money, and it's like, wow, we went out too much and did way too many things that we didn't need to be doing. Right. Um, like, let's try and dial it back a little bit. So we've been doing that. So it's we still need TV to watch. We still need things to do. Right. And so, there's no fucking shortage of TV stuff to watch. There's so much content with all these places putting out new stuff. And, and you got to think into the future now. Uh, there's going to be a huge gap in uh, new television. Oh my god, it's going to be fucking insane because they've shut down production on pretty much everything, so nothing uh, nothing I, new is going to be coming out for well over a year. And I read an article that maybe this is the time where um, cartoons are going to really make a comeback, because if you can't have people in the same room, right. animate it. Exactly, so there's going to be a shitload more cartoons, which... Could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. I'm pissed off because well, they were 
uh, gonna do the fifth season of Lucifer, and they were, like, almost completely done with filming, but they didn't get something done before the lockdown hit. Ah. And it's like, shit, man, I just want to see the fifth season of Lucifer, and then they're killing it after that. Yeah, I think they'll get it done eventually, but we're still gonna have to wait. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Now that every everyone and their mother has a podcast, everybody has a studio in their house now. So, um, but every every famous person bought a microphone and a, and a camera and filmed podcast. So they're already set up to do voiceovers at home. They don't even have to go to the studio to do it. Right, exactly. All you have to do, just like we're doing, is just talk, record it, and send it to somebody who puts it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you watch... I know your brother and I watch it. Do you watch Tacoma FD? Yep, that show is uh, pure brilliance as well. I mean, it's stupid like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, that's the worst defense in not liking it that I've ever heard. It was fucking dumb. Like, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Broken and lizard it's guys. fucking it's hilarious. Uh, those guys made their, their way being stupid, and it, it's no shortage of that in this show. It's so good. Coming back again, I think, next week. Uh, I looked it up because I was curious. It's like mid-July. Oh, July? Yeah. My brother texted me about it <clears throat> a few days ago. I didn't know. I, I kind of flipped past it. I didn't know if he said uh, the 25th or 6th or 7th of June or July. Yeah, I, because I, I texted him when I found out. Let's see. I'll search the text message. Uh, July 23rd. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was an abbreviated season, and they were doing the uh, quarantine talking FD kind of thing. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to continue doing that. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so for me, it's neither here nor there. It was kind. Of, it was kind of funny because um, the one when they had uh, Joe Pantaleone on there, and he, you know he showed oh, up. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> he shows up and he's you know on the talking FD and or Tacoma FD, whatever the hell it is, and well, you know, he's got like this real nice outfit on, and then he pans it down, and he's in his boxer shorts. You know what? I met that guy last year. He is a absolute nutbag is he he seems it the guy in front of me wanted two things signed and they were like a deep cut of one of his characters in i I don't remember what film but he played some wackadoo in a movie and he wanted these things signed and it impressed him that he wanted those signed instead of goonies stuff which is what i had and he starts talking like what do you do for a living the guy's like i sell used cars outside of pittsburgh and he's like I need a good car for my 17-year-old that's right starting to drive. Do uh, you have anything on your lot that I could – and you're, everyone's in line like, you're in Pittsburgh, dude. I'm fairly certain you live in L.A. or something, New York. You're not buying a car here in Pittsburgh from that guy. Move it along. But he wouldn't stop. And every time some, he'd go, you were in that movie, weren't you? He'd turn around and look at his banner because his banner had, like, his entire IMDb page on it. Oh, my God. And he'd turn around and look at it like, oh, yeah, I was in that movie. It was – it was ridiculous. He was so funny. Man, that guy is out of control. Hey, man. But, but yeah, he was great on uh, To Come FD and, uh, as, what, the father-in-law? Yeah, he was the father-in-law. So good, pitting the uh, captain and the uh, chief against each other. Oh, great. So goddamn funny. Joey Payne. Loved it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I did watch that one and. Uh, there's another like if you get did you watch the league? Yes, I did watch the league. Well, those guys have another another show called Brew Brothers. Ooh! Oh, I did see that. Is that any good? It's dumb as hell, but it's actually kind of funny. It's a it pokes fun at hipster brewing company like hipster independent brewers who think their <laughs> beer is better than everybody else's, and it's just if if it isn't this beer, it's piss. Um, one of them's like a down-to-earth guy, and the other one's like super, super hipster. And they're they're long-lost brothers, kind of. Um, they had a, a falling out as children, and they come back to brew together. Um, once you get past the first episode, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, maybe that'll be something else I can add. It's short. Uh, I think it was seven half-hour episodes. That ain't bad. 
You're not but dead on the day. I watched it. My wife came in halfway through episode like five and liked it, so I had to start over. So I've seen it two and a half, or really one and a half times. So, well, that's a, another thing that I mean is a, both a good thing and a bad thing, for especially for the streaming shit. Is you don't have to wait week to week for the episodes. It drops it all at the same time, but then at the same time, you burn through them in a day or two, and then you're screwed for a year. Yeah, that I've come to realize that that is definitely an issue. Um, you forget about stuff. You know, like, oh, yeah, I remember that show. It only took a year and a half for it to come back. Like, uh, what about oh, that TBS show? TBS show? TBS. Which one? Um, is it on TBS? Uh, Damn it. Why can't I think of the name of it? We'll come back to that. But um, Like the one I just it, saw, it, 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 uh, F is for Family on Netflix. Oh, that's Bill Burr's yeah. thing, yeah? It's funny as hell. Because it's Bill Burr being Bill Burr, which is just hilarious. Right. Oh, and, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, the fourth season airs to, tomorrow. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then I burn through it in a day because it's only ten half-hour episodes. It's like, god damn it, now I'm out of things to watch again. Right. That that happens all the time. Then you forget about the show. Like, Brew Brothers, we were done in an afternoon. Like, it wasn't even, it was like watching a long movie. Right. So... When that if that comes back next year, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. In a minute, you know, yeah. And oh uh, fuck, what? it almost popped into my head. The Mentalist, not the Mentalist. That's that Simon, whatever his name. Yeah, Simon, whatever. I know who you're talking yeah. about. It's about a psychiatrist solving crimes in like the 1880s. Ah, uh, the Alienist. Alienist. Ah, uh, that shows. Finally getting a second season after like two and a half years. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe they're like the Alienist season two. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that was a TV show. Um, yeah, and the Orville got bought by Hulu, so now they're doing hour and a half long episodes. But it's been damn near two years since there was an episode, so people are forgetting about it at this point. Right, and you know, if from you, you take that kind of time, people are going to lose interest and just move on. And from everything I've read, all I can get about the Orville is late 2020. Yeah. Uh, I do know about now. I still don't know why the hell they delayed the latest season of Archer. There's another one? Yeah, they it was supposed to air like last month and then they just fucking delayed it. I thought it was done after that space travesty. No, they apparently they've uh, brought it back for a couple of seasons, but we went back through Archer early on in this as well. Forgot about that. But we also stopped after the, like, the fourth episode in the noir season. Yeah. Um, Cheryl's brother has a, a a bit. No. The episode where Krieger puts on the, uh, the one-piece jumpsuit and oh. starts doing karate moves. I fucking love Krieger. That episode is all out. We get to that episode, and then it, that's it. And I won't watch the rest of it anymore. It's you yeah. know, Danger Island and the Space Odyssey. Those are garbage. I don't want anything to do it. Yeah, it's uh, season eleven was scheduled to begin May six, but was delayed until later in twenty twenty. So I don't know what they're gonna do. I heard they were gonna kind of go back to the original format. They better. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Uh, Archer will return to its original setup for the 8-episode 11th season as Reed oversees the comedy's production in a reduced role. Season 11 was scheduled to premiere, but postponed. I don't know. So, hopefully that comes back soon, because I am a fan of Krieger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. No, he's great. yip, yip, yip. yip, Oh, wait. We named, uh... The last rat we have, we named Ratley because he had Piggly. Yep. Yeah, so my wife named her Rat Ratley. Nice. Good old, <laughs> good old cartoons. Oh, brother. Oh, I'm still looking. I still got so many damn things. Uh, there was a, a show on Disney Plus called Prop Culture. Uh, this prop movie prop collector... And, like, historian goes out and views movie props that have been saved in, from Disney films over the years. 
Hmm. Uh, whether it be in their warehouse, because originally they didn't save things, and then after a while they decided to start a warehouse and keep all their props. Right. So, like, I don't remember exactly. Maybe there's five, six episodes. They did, like, Mary Poppins, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Tron, which was kind of boring because there wasn't much in that movie. Hmm. Uh, and they get some original actors and costume designers, set designers, to come see the stuff. That's kind uh, of cool. It's different. It, it was a it was an interesting show. I wish they'd do episodes that weren't. It, it's a Disney vehicle, so um, it's it's only going to do Disney movies if they do more of them. But I'd like to see them do a show like that for uh, other films, like uh, like on Netflix when they do the uh, uh, toy. The was it toys that made? Yeah, us the toys. I was actually just going to bring that. that I was actually going to bring that up. Then they spun it off to do the movies that made us. Movies that made us, and those were awesome too. Yeah. Um, uh, just fascinating and interesting and listening to the, the creators the actors talk about what it was like to make the movies and how big of a dick Patrick Swayze was <laughs> it's, sad. it's sad but what are you going to do uh, well, the, the woman who wrote the movie uh, Dirty Dancing if nobody picked that up uh, the, the woman who wrote Dirty Dancing was a pistol she was so damn funny. Yeah. Like talking about the movie and swearing and if I can't get this song, I'm not fucking doing it, that kind of stuff. It was great. It was just great listening to it. And the toys that made us, some of those creators, like the He Man guys, were nutbag. Dude. Those dudes are insane. It's, it's so funny to listen to them bitch and moan about the characters. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. I liked it. So yeah, those are those are definitely good watches. Well, um, actually, hang on. How much more do you got? You got enough for another episode? Because we're at the 50-minute mark. We can put a pin in this and start over. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. Start watching shit, everybody. There's plenty out there. There is loads out there. And if I could throw an honorable mention in there on Netflix, there's a, sh- a, a food travel show called Somebody Feed Phil. Phil Rosenthal, who created... Uh, um, Everybody loves ramen, which I didn't care for, but this guy is fucking hysterical. And he just travels around. He's a rich guy, travels the world, needs food, but his reactions and his jokes, priceless. The old Jewish guy just traveling the world. It's fucking great. So there you go. Check that out. Check it out. Not sponsored chef, by Netflix. The chef show. Be. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to put a pin in this for right now, and until next week when Cousin Opie joins us again, and we're going to talk more shit on TV. You have a parting thought, parting words? Uh, no. It's good meeting everybody. There you go. All right. I'm good. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up, and we will see you all next week.